0: Hey listeners, it's Diddy. Before we get into DTS episode 100, I'd like to mention two quick things. Firstly, Bungie has trademarked the title Rise of Iron as of May 31st, 2016. This was discovered on the website Trademark247.com, along with every other trademark Bungie has acquired like House of Wolves, Destiny, The Taken King, The Dark Below, Eververse, etc. This leads me on to my second point, this Thursday, June 9th at 10am US Pacific Time, Bungie will be hosting a destiny reveal stream at twitch.tv slash Bungie for our next adventure in destiny. Now let's keep our expectations in check and assume a few possibilities. Will this be a rise of iron reveal stream? If it is, does that free up Bungie's announcements for E3 this year? Like destiny two, that would be pretty cool. Or will Bungie be announcing another live team event before rise of iron this fall? Who knows? Um, it could be anything. Uh, we'll find out this Thursday, June 9th at 10 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on Twitch.tv/Bungie. bungee. right. Now, as promised, here is episode 100 of Destiny the Show. Enjoy.
1: It's DTS 100, and we're looking. <laughs> <laughs> it's DTS 100, and we're looking back on the last couple of years. I'm gonna be out of. Nah. Why am I reading these notes? Stupid me. <laughs> It's DTS 100 and we're looking back over the last couple years of an awesome time with you all. That was weird. It's DTS 100 and we're looking back over the last couple of years. Ah, awesome um, oh, nostalgia. It's DTS 100 and we're looking back over the last few years of what has been a fantastic ride. And we look... <laughs> it's DTS 100 and we're looking back over the last couple of years. It's been a pretty... Freaking, uh I'm no, just choking. Give me a second. <laughs> it's DTS 100, and we're looking back over the last couple of years, as well as looking ahead to the future.
0: Listening to Destiny the Show.
1: What up, everybody? It's BBK Dragoon. Welcome to Destiny the Show. It only took me about nine attempts to get that intro right, did he?
0: <laughs> yeah, I hope you do some type of blooper, just like a separate upload, or send me the file and I'll do it on my own channel. Because that was hilarious. <laughs> because after a hundred episodes, you'd think.
1: We could do an intro,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's we got be this. Easy. We know how to no, do it.
1: It took you like ten takes, yeah. <laughs> it took a while. So, and it, I think I've gotten better at it. My floor is shaking violently right now. There's a dryer that's right below me, and every time it goes into the spin cycle, it's like earthquake, earthquake status. <laughs> so, man, uh, real quickly for the listeners, this is show 100. We've been talking about this for a while. Episode 104 is our two-year anniversary of destiny the show we have not missed a single week i think a lot of listeners are like what are you gonna do for show 100 where you and i have been placing more of the mental significance on episode 104 you know what i'm saying
0: yeah absolutely
1: And I'm actually out of town when everybody's listening to this. I'm away for a week on a business trip. We had to record this show a little bit early. If some giant news drops, Diddy is absolutely going to bring it to you because I bet you when I'm on the plane, I'm flying away for this business trip, it's going to be like, Bro, they released the Rise (laughs) of Iron trailer. It's crazy. And right now there's a special in-game event just for it only this week. Too bad you're gone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll be able to uh, piece together something. For the, everybody.
1: Yep. So today's show, we're looking back over the last two years of Destiny and what we've talked about on the podcast because I went through almost all of our show notes for the last two years. It's insane Mm -hmm. how much Destiny has changed. The ride that we've been on from the beta into Vanilla, Dark Below, House of Wolves, Taken King, and now Content Drought. It has been so cool to be a part of this. And when we don't look back, we forget. I forgot about probably 90% of the things we're talking about today.
0: Yep, I would totally agree. You even forgot there was Iron Banner in the beta.
1: I still, (laughs) I, I googled it even today. I'm like, they did not do that. There's like no way. And then you look and you're like... Why did they do that when everybody's like level eight anyway, (laughs) right? Oh, good times. I was playing the beta back at a horrible connection. It was like less than one up, one down. I was house sitting for a family friend for like a month. And there was two things I was doing because this, I'd already gotten the job that I wanted, but I wasn't starting for another month. So all I had to do was house sit. I played Hearthstone and the Destiny beta. That was it. That was like my entire house sitting time. I would just play a bunch of Crucible back to back to back, roll another character, and then a bunch, a bunch of Hearthstone. Back before, I think it's hard to keep up with Hearthstone now with all the adventures and like the expansions. As soon as a new set of cards comes out, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm done. I can't get any of the cards. I have to play so much. So that was a real sidetrack. What'd you do
0: this week, man? I played some Iron Banner. Um, Flynn, actually, he started his... College classes, even though he's not done with his high school classes, so we're still in Manners yeah. Three, yeah, which is the high school level. And there's a, a level above that. It's an ongoing class. It's not for a set six weeks. It's just every single week until like December 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's f- a lot of off-leash work and impulse control uh, for the dogs. And he's the youngest one in the class. A bunch of the dogs are over two years old, and he's only at seven months at this point. Mm. Um, so it's it's really difficult for him, but it's also really good training. For him moving forward, if he wants to earn those obedience titles or become a therapy dog,
1: so he's like moved up in the grades. It's like the toddler going into high school, right? He's he's the young guy. Everybody's looking down on him like, "Who's this smarty pants?"
0: Yeah, it's it's like a a 16 year old sophomore in high school also taking college classes at the same time.
1: Yeah, to um, Mm -hmm. to advance quicker, so it's (laughs) it's pretty intense. (laughs) I hear you, dude. You know what's crazy? My mic actually picked up the floor shaking. It's probably not going to be hearable by them, but I just wanted to let you know in my volume meter I could actually see it going, because as soon as it stopped, it's gone. This week, (laughs) I don't know, because it's the future, so I probably played some Overwatch and I probably played some Destiny, that's a safe bet, and I'm enjoying (laughs) both of them. So I think we should top it to topic, I almost wanted to say the news, but there's not news because it's just a long-form topic today, so bring us in, Lord Shaxx. Salvaged relic data is now decrypted, not of consequence evening guardian earn your honor guardian titan survey data requested by vanguard all right so we're rolling the clocks back diddy all the way to june 2014 when destiny the show first started it was off a whim actually i knew you were the person in my friend group who i knew was stoked for destiny everybody else was just sort of like yeah let me know check it out but i knew you were gunning for that game as soon, like, before the Alpha, weren't you? Why why were you interested in Destiny at all? Uh, I knew, so obviously
0: I played all the Halo games. Yeah. Um, I was doing my Road to 50 in Halo 3 on YouTube. That was mm-hmm. my, basically, peak there. And I really, really wanted to play a new shooter from Bungie. I wanted to support them, and I was also playing League of Legends at the time. Um, and it was more uh, class-based and, you know, different characters, something like that, and I heard that destiny combined uh it, it was a class based shooter and it was more mmo style and i'm like you know i think that might be actually really fun and i heard about uh, potential for raids in the game i thought that was really awesome so i just i wanted to jump in and i subscribed to the destiny the game subreddit really early on yeah and I just saw all this new content coming out for the game and it was awesome. I remember subscribing to Guardian Radio for like the first I think my first episode of them I was like episode three or four. Wow. Way early. Um, Shout out. Yeah, outs. so I was I was stoked about mm. this game.
1: Yep. I still you,
0: am. I mean, what am I talking about? I still
1: love this game. <laughs> was it that the reason you bought a PS four off the start? Because you didn't have yes. an Xbox One off the start.
0: Yeah, so uh, I originally planned PlayStation 4 for Destiny Mm -hmm. and Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was before we found out Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be on Xbox (laughs) One as well. Um, But we got the PlayStation because it was a little bit better uh, hardware, and uh, it was going to be more exclusive content for Destiny. So I was like, yeah,
1: okay, that makes sense. Let's get a PlayStation. So we did. Mm -hmm. And you had played... I'm trying to remember was the alpha in June like had you tried it was probably episode two of DTS that you got to try the alpha and we talked about it I think right
0: yeah by the time I joined Destiny's show on episode two I believe I had already played the alpha that's right that timeline syncs up
1: yep I solo casted the original one I made (laughs) the decision to go for it I've been listening to a lot of different podcasts and I made the decision within like a day and a half I was going on another business trip got the website, got the podcast set up, used a website I will never use. Uh, once I switched to Podbean, that was it. Advice to anybody who's looking to run a podcast, Podbean is exceptional. I think they're the best like hosting site if you don't already have a server of your own. Just simple, easy, good analytics, blah, 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 boring stuff. So the beta, you and I both got to try the open beta. This was in July of 2014. I just remember it being a really good time. It was story content. You got to roll a character up to level eight, right? Yes. And so we played four story missions in total if you count mm-hmm. the moon, right? Um, yes. I, I, wanna, I want to say yes. Yeah. And how did the moon work? Because most people don't remember this, but this was kind of a big deal on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. So when the beta launched for
0: Xbox, uh, PlayStation users had already been playing for mm-hmm. three or four days prior mm-hmm. to that. Um, and that weekend, Bungie like turned the moon on as a playable space. Yeah. And so everybody logged in to play this new environment. And that was the first time we actually saw, hey, they can just Add content. They can just turn, turn it, it all on, and on, turn it off. Yeah, and it was, I think, bigger than the Cosmodrome on Earth um, mm-hmm. because you could go all the way down into the Hellmouth. We we found out where the Summoning Pits were, where the Fogoth Strike is. We didn't know what was behind that door, but nope. we found the area, and we found all these different spaces that we had never seen before, and it was super cool.
1: So hype, dude! I'd wish. I I hope we see more stuff like that where they just unlock a gated area of the game they told everybody hey be ready come Saturday we're gonna do something cool and just unlock the first moon mission and we're like okay that's a cool mission but at the end of the mission you could just explore the moon I don't think it was a patrol mode Mm -hmm. you just could go and explore yeah so you did it, i don't think it was patrol
0: but i think during just, just the story mission you could just explore the entire moon yeah, and it was so net, cool. not
1: complete the story mission and a lot of people did that and it was really cool yep so i've gotten together a bunch of links and stuff from what we've talked about somebody made this during the beta what is destiny a giant reddit post just explaining like to people what is a strike how does destiny work destiny is a multiplayer game as i swallow a hiccup right there i'm gonna quote here from uh irreversible flux who made this a long time ago throughout all of destiny he says the game is made to be played with your friends every game mode can be played with your friends you can even play the campaign with two friends destiny is based around playing in groups of three guardians called a fire team you can take your fire team to explore fight and hunt for loot Destiny is also a variation of an MMO in ways, which does mean the game will require an always online internet connection. I'm going to end the quote there because it's a really fantastic post. But back then, people didn't know. It's so funny to no. look at this and go, <laughs> they're sitting here trying to explain to us what this game actually is. Whereas now, two years later, everybody knows what Destiny is. Everybody.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's if you have a friend who's like, what is Destiny?
1: Send them this post. It's still relevant, I feel. Yeah. And then back then, we're like, whoa, Bungie's getting $500 million for Destiny? That was the number that was thrown around for a long time. It's like $500 million bet by Activision. How's this going to play out? And it's interesting. This post, even back then, had said a quote from Pete Parsons, who is the now CEO of Bungie, you know, for marketing, you'd have to ask Activision's people, but for development costs, not anything close to $500 million, end quote. It's just funny to look back on this because so often people in my comments are like, waste of $500 million if you ask me. They have not gotten $500 million for development. <laughs> that goes into the franchise. As a whole, I'm sure a lot of that coin is going towards marketing or other promotional costs, but it's just interesting that Pete Parsons is dropping that quote, and he's now the CEO of Bungie. Harold Ryan has stepped down as of, what, six months ago now? Five months, I think. So I just thought I'd bring that up. (laughs) Huge open world. Remember when the beta was being teased, they talked about the patrol on the Earth being a huge open world to explore? (laughs)
0: Yeah, and now that we've experienced the Cosmodrome, it's tiny, you know,
1: yeah. <laughs> we want more bigger spaces. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Proximity chat, so we're jumping forward to the end of July, we're getting closer to the release of the game. We were already talking about proximity chat back in show four, is it? Yep,
0: show number four, you and I had mentioned that the multiple match made activities in Destiny before launch had come out yeah it was like yeah proximity chat would be really good yeah and uh i think we're going to see some more emotes soon for more player immersion <laughs> oh um, my word first part is show 19 november 8th or uh, november 18th of 2014 so two months after destiny launched voice chat was added into all match made activities Boom, so, so I think we call it. Was, so that was pretty cool it was one of the number one requested things um from destiny players that voice chat be yeah. added and to be honest no one really uses no it no one uses it but it's yeah.
1: it's yeah. it's there
0: you know it's nice yeah. to have but the emotes man that was all you that's you hysterical said, you know In what? July. i think we'll see some <laughs> more emotes soon and this was before destiny had come out because we yeah. just had point wave sit down and dance
1: i don't think i at the time knew they would be tied to microtransactions but <laughs> you know you can't predict the future that's pretty funny the interceptor tank got nerfed uh in between the beta and the release bungie it came out and said yeah, yeah yeah the interceptor tank is really strong original control first light had two interceptor tanks back when these things were insanely mm-hmm. good can you just imagine oh. yeah they they <laughs> fired
0: quicker and the blast radius was larger On those rockets (laughs) for the interceptor tank there were two on first light and it's actually really interesting when I was going through this preparing for the show I looked at my destiny tracker stats for the crucible maps I have played first light once since destiny came out really legitimately once yeah I think that's a problem because yeah it's such a good map I love it even if they just add it in control and take out the vehicles I think it would be so great to have back in Because I love that map in the beta and the alpha.
1: It was it was really good. But now (laughs) that Destiny has launched, I've played it once. The larger maps like that just combined arms, people don't hop in there and play combined arms, I find that often. So yeah, I agree. I think a mode that has 8v8 would probably be more fitting for the first light kind of maps. There was one that came Mm -hmm. with House of Wolves. I can't remember its name right now anyway. Oh, good old microtransactions. We got a quote back on August 6th that there are no microtransactions in the game with no plans as of now to implement them. We've talked about this on the show a bunch. I don't think I really need to bring it up, but the Destiny right. beta infographic came out the same exact week, and it showed, I think, four and a half million players uh, played the beta. No, 4.6 million people played the beta, and at one point, 850,000 Guardians were on concurrently, making it the most like populated time that I think anything in their betas had had which is yeah. a giant step <laughs> exactly consider. Yep. yeah uh september 9th that's the day that destiny released yes it is that was a big day and you added destiny arena was added to game battles website that was in <laughs> destiny 9th or the september 9th show it was yeah so we mentioned that
0: destiny arena so basically the crucible stats had been added to game back game battles uh, on the mlg website yeah there's a ladder for it there was a ladder for it and (laughs) i think that's just hilarious because there's still no custom games and uh, that's where you would have game battle type of stuff good luck yeah (laughs) it's really
1: funny to have that it's all the way back then they were getting ready for it well people didn't know man destiny was a a large unknown Now we know just about everything about it, so it's funny to look back when, you know, hindsight's 2020. In the September 23rd show, Trials of Osiris, the rumor of it, came out. It was different than what Trials actually turned out to be. Originally, we thought Trials was going to be this special playlist that you were only invited to if you were in, like, the top 10% of PvP players. And then you'd get a special invite, and once you lost enough, you'd be kicked out. So... There's some elements of trials that turned out to be true and some that didn't. It still is kind of cool to think of this elite space that only the top 10% get invites to, but now that we know the Destiny community, people would throw a royal fit and flip the desk if that was the case. (laughs) There's content I can't access. I'm done with this. Bring out my pitchfork, boy. (laughs) Queen's Wrath happened. Queen's Wrath failed, sadly. Just because Queen's Wrath failed. Go for it.
0: Yeah, I think you were about to say it. Just because Queen's Wrath failed, I don't think that's reason for Bungie to take a step back and be like, hey, PvE events are not successful. It's it's more of like, you know, maybe we need to do it a separate way, but not just totally remove them from rotation.
1: Weren't people dismantling the gear and getting shards? Like, a bunch of shards really fast? <laughs>
0: I think so. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that was patched very quickly. The vault of glass world record was set at 39 minutes and 59 seconds, which you know, at that time that seems pretty solid. Like the Pineapple yeah. Boys were trying to speed run back then too.
0: Yeah, I think they held the world record at one point.
1: Yeah. I don't remember the time, but I believe they did have a vault of glass world record run. <sighs> It's cool thinking back at these things. It's just interesting. Uh, the statistic came out that Destiny was the most successful new video game franchise launch of all time, making $500 million in just a single day. It's the closest you're ever going to get to hearing how many copies were ever sold. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which, that's a lot of money. One day, good job, new franchise. And then we're moving towards October, November. We're playing Vanilla. We're enjoying it, but let's be real. If you didn't have a team to raid, you were not getting past nope. like, level 27 that was it exactly i think the max i hit was 26 Mm -hmm. before i even did the raid i remember people going yeah the raid's a whole lot easier when you're like level 28 and 29 and then there'd (laughs) be the elusive 30 because level 30 is back before dark below that was a guy who who raided man that guy had his full set of vog gear he had his shards he'd been running his weeklies like pat stat that was sort of cool only seeing a handful of them, going whoa that's a level 30 i want to be that one day (laughs) I feel like McCree there. Anyway, we're moving into the beginning of December, I think it is. Oh, no, we're still in October. Holy cow. I can't believe this. But ship shaders and sparrow shaders were data mined before Dark Below. I wrote Dank Below just to get a little bit <laughs> there in the show notes. Anyway, this is from Planet Destiny's website. Data mining had shown two items in the game. Ship shader template with a description that reads, a reverse engineering, a reverse engineered shell that allows a shader to interface with a ship hole coding and the same thing with a vehicle shader template so they had this in the actual item list for the game that was data mined but it never came to fruition technical reason did he you think either technical or it was an idea that they just scrapped yeah you know it's it's something that uh, they didn't think was necessary absolutely baby bumper atheon that was one of my favorite titles of a show ever why why was it called that so there was a an exploit for Vault of Glass where you could Nova Bomb
0: Atheon off the platform. Uh, either Nova Bomb or Solar Grenade. Something to push Atheon. And yeah. you can just push him off the map and Done. defeat the boss without even doing any of the raid mechanics. Um, so there was a patch that was released that uh, basically put the bumpers that you would see in a bowling alley yep. up in the lane
1: <laughs> or on the platform so that he couldn't be pushed off anymore. Oh what a creative strat that's funny times <laughs> again also in october deej was quoted saying that private matches are something that we want to see and he's going to continue to bring it up to people at bungie obviously a technical limitation otherwise it would be here by now i can't see any other reason also in october people were breaking into Traders' catch like what yes that's a house of wolves thing now right <laughs> yeah it was the house of wolves strike wasn't it the one where you go up the elevator and fight the uh the fallen bro I think so yeah yeah it is so way back in October 2014 on to still see me everybody gets so mad about that but obviously the rest of the game wasn't done so (laughs) (laughs) I get it anyway moving on rumored third subclass what was this about this was again in October yeah I it was like an extra
0: square yeah. next to the two subclasses and people mm-hmm. were like oh no that's for locking the subclass yeah. you could yeah. there was a mechanic that was um that was thought of that you could lock a subclass yeah like save it, um, and that's where yeah you could save a configuration like pve yeah. and pvp di- distinctions which is a cool um, idea cool idea but uh nothing Total ever happened to it, so people were thinking that was it but mm-hmm. we know it was
1: really for third subclasses and then our last show of october we talked about pvp planet what was that? Was that an idea we had where it's just sort of like uh, you mentioned yeah, it being...
0: basically the darkness zone.
1: Is it the darkness the dark zone, zone the dark, dark zone, zone? Yeah, you're mixing, you're mixing some Destiny in there. No, dark well, zone. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, basically that, where you could go into an environment, like you would fly into Patrol on Cosmodrome, and it would just be Guardians against Guardians. Yeah. Yep. Something like that, some, something idea that we had.
1: I think that could work in Destiny. That but would show... Be.
0: That was episode 15 of DTS, for those of you who want to go back and listen to it.
1: Way early. November 2014, we got the first big statistic of 9.5 million registered players, and those people played on average over three hours a day. And at the time, we're like, whoa, that's crazy. It's over 30 million registered players now, you guys. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> yep. Everybody's dead game. You're like, there's still a lot of people who've made that's not registered characters guys players it's not well those he's got three characters all nine million just made a third because they were bored of the lack of content so uh oh man back in november as well planet destiny was thinking that saturn and europa could have appear in a destiny sequel which the saturn part turned to be true with the taken king europa has been rumored doesn't look like that'll be on the table for this fall but you know there is snow you never know man Never know <laughs> in December 2014 Bungie confirmed that characters will transfer to destiny 2. the characters that we have now are the characters that will be taking with us through this 10-year adventure people still ask this all the time on my YouTube videos it's like do you think we're gonna take our characters into the next game and it's like yeah Yes, I do because they said this a long time ago. It's been ago. confirmed,
0: yeah. Like it wouldn't make much sense for you to start a whole new character unless something lore-wise happened. Yeah. And it just wiped out every single
1: guardian and then you start to play as the speaker or something. That would yep. be ridiculous. So Dark Below comes out, Crota's End. You guys rated way before me. I don't think I did Crota's End until 2015. Like uh <laughs> like probably f- f- late January, I think it was. But What did you think of the raid, man? That was pretty fun getting to go from Vault of Glass into... Oh, we did our first Vogue in, I think, October. Late, late October. Late October, yeah. yeah.
0: After launch happened. Uh, But
1: Crota's End, it was just vastly different
0: than Vault of Glass. It was really cool. I thought the first part of Crota's End where you're running through the Thrall Abyss... Yep. Really cool. You know, it was very difficult at the time because you were weaker. You didn't have the armor stats to do so, and you didn't have the armor pieces... But once we uh, found out how to do it, it was pretty easy.
1: I love that the player base just proceeded to tear it apart over like the next few months, just how much stuff was discovered, the exploits, the cool things you could do. Like, you could just, use the lamps to
0: um,
1: launch. rocket you, launch yeah. you <laughs> up the platform and skip half of that. Oh, that was great. There's a the jump up to one of the like second story and you can just basically cruise your way up there and that's how you, you soloed it back in the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. fun. People still do that for speed runs and stuff. Oh, yeah. If I solo it, that's what I do. Anyway, the Comet DLC leak happened January 6th, and that's pretty crazy. Comet ended up being the Taken King, but that's when a big picture revealed, oh, this is what the next few years of Destiny looks like. We've got a big Comet expansion a year after Vanilla, and then we have a couple more DLCs. That didn't end up being true, or at least the time frame of it didn't. But basically, the Taken King elements, small elements of it leaked January 6th. That's like less than a month after The Dark Below's release. There was so much to talk about in year one. It's overwhelming, dude. Yeah, it was insane. We just had a constant stream of leaks and content to talk about. Indeed. And then our January 13th show, What Strike Bosses Should Have Been. Do you remember that show? Uh, Yeah, I do, actually. Um, That was episode
0: 27. um, And you should check out this Reddit post. I'm sure we'll have it linked on the website and in the show notes. It's uh, from Burnt. Baconator, it's so great because it's it's still relevant because it's what Strike bosses should have been. Basically, uh, for example, Fogoth, the Untamed, that's his name. He should be untamed. He should be unchained, which he is in the strike. But he should be grabbing cursed thralls and throwing them at you like grenades. Yeah. That would be insanely awesome. You know, just mm. more mechanics added to the raid. It's like Sekhron. Uh, on to the, the strikes, the to the strike. strikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the Nexus Mind strike, he's an architect in the lore, so he should be adding and removing platforms as you're jumping around the play space um, to to defeat him. Instead of just standing up at that first room and sniping him from a distance.
1: Absolutely. We then move into February 2015. We get the word that Heroic Strikes were going to get matchmaking up until that point. They hadn't had matchmaking. I remember running the Nightfalls as well as the Heroics often on the weeklies because I continually wanted marks, and that's how you do your mark farming in general. It was running your three Heroics each week. Oh, and then Patch 111 released in February. This was the end of the Suros Regime PvP era, and this was the birth of Thornpocalypse. Now, Thornpocalypse did not get bad until Trials, but this was when... The, the balance for thorn came to be so in february patch one 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 that were our, that was our pvp balance until the taken king i think it was a week before the taken king when patch 2.0 yeah. went live Yeah. so it's a long stint and <laughs> if you had your thorn early like i did if you go back and look at the shows for dts the gameplay that's used around february march and april it's all thorn shotgun by me all of it <laughs> and i loved every second of it yeah uh. i think
0: the thorn vanilla thorn was six shots it shot slower stability was lower terrible it was awful and this patch was like yeah i like this gun now it's usable you
1: need it And then it was oh man people just started (laughs) using it (laughs) the first really really hated weapon after the suros uh number 32 the wild show we're kind of running out of time so i think we'll just cruise past it but this is one of our favorite shows of all time anybody who's a longtime dts member Go check out show number thirty-two. It's still our favorite discussion, don't you think? I would say so. Yep. Yep. Then there was a Bungie employee who was caught in the tower wearing House of Wolves lo- like light level gear, and this guy actually <laughs> recorded it with the Xbox DVR and uploaded it. That was so cool to see. He's using like a Bungie Help username or something like that. And <laughs> didn't he have like he was light levels like forty-two gear on some of yeah. his stuff?
0: Yeah, it was House of Wolves level gear. This is more the, dark, the below. way. And yeah. this is March, two months before House of Wolves came out. I thought that was hilarious.
1: That would be cool if, if they did this as a promotion. Somebody grabs a screenshot of somebody wearing Rise of Iron gear in the tower <laughs> going,
0: oh, like that would be huge the, the, news. The axe or hammer that's yeah. showing in the
1: poster. That would be pretty funny. Come on, Bungie. Give us something. Give us a breadcrumb, man. We've been twiddling our thumbs for a while now. Uh, then we have April 14th before House of Wolves came out. It was confirmed. There would be no raid with House of Wolves tiny violin begins playing actually I was really sad about this and I think you were too yeah
0: and we when we didn't really fully understand what prison of elders would be it was yeah. sad it's like man no raid come on because at that point we realized courttis end was super broken it
1: initially put so much pressure on prison of elders that it's like yep POe is kind of bound to fail if you're directly comparing it as the replacement for a raid had House of wolves had a raid and POE <laughs> like we would all be just yeah fantastic that was like the perfect dlc as it stands i liked prison of elders i think the skull fight was easily one of my favorite encounters in all of destiny like what a challenge before it was challenging the nerf you know i think it was i'm not trying to be mean but i don't think the nerf was necessarily needed when it was just that constant barrage of enemies every minute and a half it was just brutal ark burn
0: skull loss still <laughs> one of the hardest encounters ever because those vandal snipers one shot you every time
1: Ba-king! house of wolves came out on may 18th i think this is the first time in destiny's history they really nailed the story content it's the first time i really felt like i was getting immersed in the lore and the missions themselves like this is what a destiny story mission should be right yeah it had more um
0: Guardian interaction and integration and immersion. That's the word I'm looking for
1: Petra talking to you in barracks there as well yep. Do you remember the event that happened like the week before the whole key farming thing? Oh, yeah, that was awesome that was like the best hype train
0: spark ever because There was no announcement. It just happened hmm and it was like i just found this event happened and i got i got a treasure key what is this and it was so cool i remember goth and bro man just treasure key farming and it was hilariously awesome
1: load a vault of glass and then go patrol so you could get six people into the actual patrol space hey by the way give us six man patrols please why (laughs) it's there the technology is clearly there just do it all right and then moving on The sidearm uh, weapon was introduced, there was Trials of Osiris that came with House of Wolves as well. Overall I had a lot of fun with House of Wolves, binged it super hard and ran out of stuff very quickly, but man, that was a fun expansion. Good catch up, very good Mm -hmm. catch up. Uh, We also got the Taken King reveal trailer in June, less than a month after the release of House of Wolves. Do you see a trend here? Dark Below releases and then we get the leak about Comet, so we're getting, hey, this is this but there's something else on the horizon and then house of wolves releases and then less than a month later we get the taken king trailer so it's like hey this is this but this is what's ahead of us and here we are just a few weeks before e3 what's next guys yeah what's going
0: on so when you say it like that it's kind of similar because april we got the april update a month and a half after the April update, or about a month after the April update, we got the Rise, the Rise of, of Iron, Iron, Iron leak. leak. Okay. Yeah. And a couple weeks later, we're gonna get the hopefully, fingers crossed, Rise of Iron E3 trailer. Um, so, uh, but in between Taken King and in April April update, Ugh. there was no Dark Below or House of Wolves style update. So we've been we've been needing Hurtin'. things
1: to do. Yeah. In July, we got the updated UI and quest interface, which really changed the game for the better. I think people take that one for granted, but that was a massive benefit. Thorn is still absolutely wreaking havoc in PvP. In July, this is like the pinnacle of anger and, and just <laughs> hatred towards that weapon. Patch 2.0, the giant weapon balance patch, was going to come out in September, so you still have a few months to enjoy the Thorn-burning Stuff and then August eighteenth, the Yallerhorn Horn was sold, and I got mine from a strike. For the strike. second time. For the second time, second time. If you were lucky enough to buy it the first time, good for you, you smarty pants. <laughs> lucky you. I got my Yeller Horn from a Nightfall three days before he sold it. I wish you still had this. You probably do have this tweet. I'd have to search for it. I was I so do. salt. I was so mad because I'm like, I just finally got it. Now everybody could buy it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I got my Gallarhorn maybe a month before that he sold it. I can't remember exactly, but I was streaming that day. I wasn't having a good day, good gaming day, so I turned the stream off, and I played one more PvP match, and the Gallarhorn dropped. I'm like, what? What? I-, I didn't
1: even win that game. What? <laughs> Vito got his, like, two weeks before mine. When you mention that, like, getting a Gallarhorn from the end of a PvP match, man... If that happened to me, if there was an item in TTK like that, and that just happened, I'd be so hyped. There is no drop now where I'm like, "Ah!" like, just screaming at the screen. That just doesn't happen, but good old Galley, And yes, it is Gallerhorn. That's the way Deej pronounces it. I continually mess it up and say it the way that it is in Norse mythology, Yallerhorn. So don't send me tweets about that, guys. (laughs) August 24th, the vault space was doubled. Finally. 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 Almost a year after release. Um, rip Dinklebot goodbye Dinklebot September 8th was when I think you made that supercut, right yes the day the
0: um, update 2.0 came out and they replaced Dinklebot with Nolanbot or Nolan droid whatever he prefers to be called yeah um, yeah basically a supercut of almost almost every single piece of dialogue that Dinklebot uh, puts in or
1: was in year one is there yep and Nolan I am I miss Dinkle. I'm sorry. I really do. Dinklage did a great job and we were talking about this in the pre show
0: and we were thinking like they should have done something with Dinklebot instead of just replacing yeah. him. Something They should have related. kept all of his year one lines in and either like killed Dinklebot yeah. in the lore, in yeah. cutscenes, something like that, and then replaced him with Nolan Troyd. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I still think there's some type of legal things. Mm-hmm that forced them to change everything. Yeah. Um, So I think there should be like one Dinklebot line, like a cell from the Prison of Elders being really loud. That was, I think that one would be really sweet. Or like an Easter egg. It happens 2% of the time. Yeah, exactly. That line,
1: like 2% of the time, there's a chance for that Easter egg to happen. Something like that. I think that would be really cool. And Nolan like coughs. He's like, (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't know what that was. Yeah, (laughs) something like that. When I say his performance was great, Dinklage's Lines became internet jokes and and became Just a member of the destiny memes like just <laughs> Dink all of Dinklage's stuff was just fun. So I'm not saying that it's like the best voice acting ever But it became almost like expected. What's what's the next campy line gonna sound like it's gonna be cheesy, right? totally Random, but did you
0: see the Conan O'Brien coolest gamer for overwatch. He had Peter Dinklage yeah, on yeah, with him Dinklage on. Him? I didn't which is watch it, man. Was it it's good? Pre- it's, it's pretty funny. Were they playing a custom game together, like a free all? I think for so. All? So yeah. it's really funny. Conan showed a PlayStation 4 cover, and they're holding Xbox One oh, controllers. Oh gosh! <laughs> and so they're playing custom games on Xbox One.
1: It's, well, that fits the name of the show, though. So, yep. <laughs> Taking King releases on was it the 14th i think it was the 14th and then king's fall came out three days later on the 18th that gave you so little time to freaking sprint to get up to like 290 light or whatever it was
0: yeah it was 14th or 15th because three days after or before oh math Whatever that Tuesday is, um, but it was three days or so to grind to raid levels of activities. And I hit it like three hours before the raid launched. Yeah. Like that morning, I was like, okay, I'm set with my raid team. I have to get there because I was the only one who wasn't at 290 light yet. But yeah. But I finally got there.
1: And it was a good time, and the rest is basically history. King's Fall Hard Mode came out on the 23rd. November of 2015, it was announced Destiny had 25 million registered players, and now that is up to 30 million registered players. I think Taken King is a fantastic expansion, and my only complaint is just they didn't have a follow-up plan for Year 2. When I look back, and and we really spent a lot of time talking about Year 1, they had a well-organized plan of attack when it came to releasing content followed up by telling us what's next. In year two, it's been a double like whammy of not knowing what is next as well as not having a lot of sustaining things. Yeah, content drought existed fully in year one. I'm not idolizing year one and going, it was great, because there were elements that weren't you know there and there was plenty of improvements that have been made to destiny since then but what I am saying it was so nice in year one to almost very steadily every two or three months know what was on the horizon that made you know playing in the interim and doing you know repeating activities more enjoyable you know Diddy yeah I totally agree so with that we wrap up our beautiful nostalgia show all i have to say is thanks for a great two years episode 104 is going to be fun we've got e3 coming up i guarantee you there's going to be stuff to talk about and there will be destiny hype to come i do believe that year two while it might have been a bit of a floffle, little bobble here and there we have yet to see even a fraction of what destiny is and can be
0: Yep, I would totally agree. Taken King was a step in the very right direction. And April update was very solid as well. Rise of Iron, I think I have really high hopes for. Yep, we're moving into an exciting time. Where can people find your content? Discord.me slash Destiny the Show and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S and Twitter.com slash Diddy DTS.
1: Remember to check out our friends over at destinytracker.com, the best place in the Destiny universe to track your stats. You can go to our website, destinytheshow.com, for all the links from today as well as our previous shows if you want to check out some of the stuff that we talked about and you know relive the past. You can follow me at Dragoon on Twitter and on YouTube. Remember to follow us on Twitter at DestinyTheShow. Thanks, guys, for a wonderful 100 shows. We look forward to what the future will bring. Have a great day. We'll see you next time.